Hot Takes and Cold Bears with your host, Chris and Joe! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes and Cold Beers. With you, as always, is myself, Joe, and Chris. How's it going on this lovely Sunday morning, bro? It's going uh, pretty fantastic, man. Uh, just got the uh, Masters Championship Sunday on in the background. The rounds just started. I can't wait to see what happens, bro. Yeah, dude. I All right, so I have to admit, like, I love watching golf. I do. However, typically... Like here's the reason why I like watching golf is because normally you put on a you put on a tournament and you watch like a couple holes and then you ultimately fall asleep. And don't I'm not I'm not dogging on watching golf. Like when you take a nap to a golf tournament on TV, it's the best nap ever. Like you yeah. you can't. But like so last night I was at this party and we put on the Masters on the TV outside. And I don't know if it's just like I don't know what it is if it's just the Masters or maybe like this tournament is just I don't know. But, like, we were watching the Masters at a party last night. Like, you would normally watch, like, a football game. Like, people were yeah. getting into it. We're cheering. Like, I don't, I don't – maybe it's just the Masters. I don't know. But we – I'm super into this tournament right now. And yeah. who the fuck is winning, dude? What's that guy's name? Uh, Mitz, uh, it's Mitsu. the guy from Japan. I'm not going to butcher his name. It's uh, His initials are HM. It's like Hideki Matishimo or something. I – I apologize. Uh, that's not his name. I understand that, but uh, yeah, dude, he's eleven under right now. He's uh, gonna tee off today. I think his tee times at two forty in the uh, in the final grouping. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Justin Rose was up uh, by four strokes after Thursday, and he's been playing decent golf. I mean, he's been after that seven under on Thursday. He's had two uh even rounds of 72 so he's still at seven under so he's still in the hunt but um the guy from japan is up at 11 under we'll see yeah. what happens today man no i i i have to admit i'm cheering for jordan spieth who's minus five yesterday i believe uh totally cheering for him however the the korean guy uh i think his last name is kim i think he uh yeah. Golfing got so mad, snapped his putter over his knee, right? And then golfed the rest of the round with his three wood. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Yeah, dude. We've all been there, man. We've all been there. <laughs> it was just hilarious to see that. Like, uh, yeah, that, that especially in a master's tournament like that, man. Like, you don't see that. So, I mean, and he did well, too. It's crazy. Yeah, he was in the hunt for a while. But, yeah, uh, looks like. I, I don't know, man. It's also weird because, I mean, I guess Justin Rose and Spieth are like, they're notable guys. But all the big names, you know, Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, uh, Phil Mickelson, all those guys are way out of it. Not even close. I don't even know if Phil made the cut. He did. Uh, Phil was right on the cut line uh, Friday. And then yesterday he had a decent round. I think he shot two under, so he is one over right now. Um, so he's way out of it right now, but I got to tell you the person I am pulling for now at this point is the young cat, uh, Will Zalatoris, bro. Oh yeah. This dude is awesome. He's like, he's like 23, 24 years old. And I saw this post yesterday on Instagram that in his bag, 
he has a set of wedges that says your wedge mr mr gilmore it says that on his wedge because he looks exactly like happy gilmore's caddy it's great oh yeah i dig that i didn't know that that's fucking hilarious i'll send you the post bro i dig that for sure post that on the put it on the hot takes cold beers instagram story but absolutely uh, yeah, dude, I, I like him. Any, anytime you see a young guy get up there, it's it's awesome, dude. And uh, we were kind of talking about this in our group chat, but for some reason, whether it's just the condition of the course or whatever, the Masters is significantly harder this year at Augusta Golf Club than, um, than it was last because I saw a graphic on Thursday that was just after the first day of playing. So, you know, Last year, they did the Masters in November because of COVID. They delayed it till November, and they played in November. But after the first day when they, you know, last year, the group, the entire field's score was minus 54. And mm-hmm. this year, the entire group's score after one round was plus 222. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it, playing in, in the spring versus in the fall slash beginning of winter, I think that makes a huge difference um definitely the course is i mean it's playing tough this year bro but um another great thing for will zalatoris let me just throw this in there he has the quote of the week he said um and i might be paraphrasing just a little bit but it's pretty spot on to the quote he said well i'm dumb enough to think that i could play at the masters so i guess i'm dumb enough to think that i can win the masters (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. You got to love that kind of confidence. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, but yeah. I mean, I've been watching it like crazy. This is the only tournament pretty much all year that I'll just sit down and watch all day. Have it on the super duper mega yeah. TV, each screen, different holes. You've got a uh, hole three, four, and five on one screen. You've got Amen's corner on another screen. And then you've got the live featured group on the top screen. I love it. Can't get enough. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what now I, that's what I'm doing on my TV. But let me ask you this with all these different broadcasts that we're, uh, you know, so privy, we're spoiled basically on ESPN plus when we get all the different broadcasts and stuff. But if you were only had one TV and you had to pick one, which one do you pick? Uh, I would probably follow just the uh, the featured group because they take um, the the most notable golfers at the time who are on the course. Like right now, it's early in the morning. Well, not early, but it's like ten thirty in the morning. So it's still pretty, pretty early for them. The so the winners probably aren't going to come from this group, but they're following the person highest on the scorecard at this time. So I'm looking at uh, Casey right now. So I think they're going to follow Bryson DeChambeau here in a little bit whenever he tees off. So oh, that yeah, guy's also the- falling apart, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Did you see him uh, uh, ripping off balls at the driving range the other day? He was like, this one after another. This this dude's insane, man. He just, he just rips 380-yard drives like it's nothing. Like, and his I swing wish is, I could. His, yeah. his swing is so weird. Like it's, it's, I, it's, I know. Uh, it's, 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 not very like it's very jerky. It's very jerky. Like, he puts his entire and, body into it. And the way that he finishes, like it's almost like a baseball swing because his front foot like comes out. And I don't, when I was taught how to golf, like uh, they always say your back foot is the one that should rotate. Your front foot shouldn't really move. But Bryce right. uh, DeChambeau goes out there and his front foot twists like a baseball swing. It's pretty yeah. nice. 
I mean, it's a, it's a weird swing, but it works for him. And that's the beauty of golf, man. No golf game is the same uh, from one person to the other. Uh, you got to do what works best for you and play your own game. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, uh, what are you drinking on this fine, lovely morning? Ooh, I've got a delicious, I, I was just telling you about it, but I'll show you again. The uh, Southern Tier Brewing Company out of Ohio, I believe Cincinnati, uh, Nitro Coconut Truffle. It's a coconut imperial milk stout, um, 10% ABV, but it's the most delicious coconut beer that I've had um, recently. It's delicious. I love it. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. What you drinking on? That. Uh, I just got the Miller lattes, bro. You know what's mm. going on. Yeah, it's good. Gotta stuff. Do it. You know what's funny is that me and you are sitting here. It's uh, it's almost eleven a.m. for you, almost ten a.m. for me. It is five o'clock in Saudi Arabia, so we're good. We're set. Oh, there no, we no go. Problems. But uh, yeah, we're just sitting here being a couple of enlisted deviants this morning, and uh, <laughs> uh, we gotta talk about that too. But fucking Amsuits is like running a marathon right now. Uh, so that just oh, jeez. You know, yeah uh i mean i guess maybe one one time in my lifetime i i guess maybe i might run a marathon i don't know you gotta gotta cut you gotta cut back on the morning drinking if you're gonna run a marathon yeah i guess there is that (laughs) i i hate running but like i suppose it's just one of those things that you could do one time and be like well i ran a marathon then i can get one of those great 26.3 stickers uh, yeah. Put it on the back of my car because you know Amstutz is going to do that shit. Yeah, I ran 26, a marathon. Twenty six point two, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran a marathon. It's no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> well, my boy, my boy Brad, who's been on a podcast before, uh, he ran the Honolulu marathon and he didn't okay. train for it. Um, he might have trained for a little bit, but he's not a runner per se. Like he's not like you know Amstutz is a runner. This dude's not a runner or anything like that. And he, he goes in and he tells people he's going to run the Honolulu Marathon. And they're like, bro, you haven't trained for this at all. And he's like, yeah, it's all mental. You just got, it's all mental. You just got to go through it. And he fucking did it. He finished it. Didn't train I mean, for enough. It's <laughs> probably all mental, dude. Like, I would, I would get it like three quarters of a mile in and I'd be like, fuck, this sucks so hard. I just hate running, dude. It's the worst. Yeah, dude. But I mean, that's pretty awesome though. You just step up. I guess I'm gonna run a marathon today and then just go do it. Like that's awesome. Hey, speaking um speaking of stepping up, can we talk about how I've been absolutely demolishing you and Ryan in uh fantasy hockey? Uh two weeks in a row now. <laughs> two weeks in a row now, overall point leader. And let, let me just pull up the scores to be precise. I'm pretty sure I got like a 30 point lead on you right now, dude. No, no, it's no, we're not, not, we're not, it's we're like not 12, it's like 12. It's like 12 points, but you know where that 12 other, points, no. but you know where that 12 points came from was your fucking goalie had a shutout last night. So that's what really won you, yeah. got you the day. Um, no, it, it's only, it's only, uh, I'm only about, yeah, 12 up on you, but I'm 40 up on Ryan Hamilton. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. This is the last week of the regular season. Um, our playoff spots are pretty much locked in. Well, mine is anyway. Mine has been locked in for the past like three weeks because uh, yeah. I am now. I'm I'm going to end up the season twelve and one, which is pretty awesome. Ryan Hamilton did take me down that one week, which kind of sucks. I was trying to get undefeated, but it's all good. Next week starts the playoffs. I believe playoff format is two weeks of scoring um, per round, so that should be interesting. Yeah, and uh, I, 
uh, I did not know about the two weeks. I hope they expand the uh, – I don't want to give away my secrets or anything like that, but I've basically been playing the free agent game <laughs> where I just keep signing people that are playing that night. Um, but I uh, noticed you have a lot of my uh, – a lot of your players were a lot of my players there for a while. I added and yeah. dropped a lot of them. And then, taking yeah, I'm not going to mention names because I got to go claim them today because they're off the waivers today. But I dropped mm. a couple of guys that were hurt, and I'm about to pick them back up. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Now, 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 Chris, Chris, Chris. Now I know that you're 12 and one, and you've been the best fantasy hockey player of the, you know this is the inaugural season of our league and everything like that. But yeah. are you a little worried that you're not going to get the Furta Cup because, like you said, this is the last week of regular season. And this will also be the second consecutive week that I am outscoring you and Ryan Hamilton. <clears throat> no, I'm not worried. Because guess what, buddy? You can uh, you can be good, but you have to put together two consecutive weeks of good hockey, right? And then on top of that, I just I just, I just did that. that. I just did that. Okay, so. you did, you did. But in order to make it to anywhere to play me, if I do move on to the championship, you have to play another two weeks of consecutively good hockey. So I, I, I don't know. I've been really, really consistent throughout the year. For the most part, I've had like one or two down weeks and um, I think I'm uh, solid, but we'll see, bro. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying uh, my team's peaking at the right moment. Okay. Mm. Uh, I mean, and here's the other thing too. I, I mean, you and Ryan, like the reason that Ryan, he lost like 12 points the other night or something like that. I'm just saying I've been playing with one goalie for most of the season. And I think that's the key, bro. I mean, I, I had two a couple of times, but that I don't, the goalies seem more like a liability than a plus to me. Like, yeah, uh, they like, absolutely every, are. It's a, it's a risk reward thing because every goal against them is minus two points. And then if they don't win, I mean, if they win, they get four points, but every goal against them is minus two points. So if, let's say like last night um, I had uh, Lankanen against Columbus. Um, Chicago ultimately beat uh, Columbus last night, but they, they won four to three. So he gave up three goals, which is minus six points. And then he only had like, uh, I don't know, he had like, 25 saves or something like that so that's 0.2 points every save and then he gets the four points for the win ultimately he only got me like 1.4 points or something like that um which if they ended up losing he was going to have a negative uh a negative outcome so yeah goalies are a huge risk reward you got to feel really confident going into the playoffs with your goalies which i'm not um in the beginning of the season and halfway through the season i had the best goalies. I had number one and number two on my team, but boy, did they slip. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. It's, I have the same goalies. I haven't dropped them or anything like that, but they've just gone through a fucking rough patch, man. Yeah. I just, I have the one goalie uh, from Winnipeg. I don't even know his name. And honestly, the, <laughs> the only reason I still have the dude is because uh, he's on the can't drop list. <laughs> I mean, if I could drop him, I probably would have at this point, but. Uh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I'm I don't think I'm you can play without time. goalies, though. Like, you have to have at least one goalie on your team, I think. Yeah, probably. But 
Sorry, dude. Uh, uh, we're going to do the live. Um, we'll do the pro, uh, excuse me, the trophy presentation on hot takes and cold beers when the Furta Cup is won. And, you know, you, you can go ahead and throw that in a priority mail down here to me. And we'll do, uh, you know, live, uh, live presentation here. Hell yeah. On pause. Where were we at? I for totally forget what we were talking about now. But hey, <laughs> we're back with uh, your favorite enlisted deviants once again. Sorry about those technical difficulties there. It took a minute. It turns out it was on my end. So, but anyway, good news. There's editing. <laughs> what uh, what were we talking about, dude? I forget. We were talking dude, about I, fantasy I, hockey. I and then... Uh, 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 all right, well, let's talk about the Blue Jackets for a second. Um, they're shitty. They suck. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, uh, we got to talk about them, man. Again, once again. So they're completely giving up on this season, as they should. They're not going to make the playoffs. We're like number seven. I think we're like one game above uh, the Detroit Red Wings. Um, so we traded off David Savard, um, one of our top defensivemen. Um, so now we're basically left with no defense because Zach Wierenski had a knee injury and he's out for the season. Uh, so now we have Seth Jones as our basically, basically our only defense and that's no good. Well, I know that we traded away Savard. Why do they have to trade him Tampa Bay? God damn it. Right. What? That's the thing that hurts. Like why have all the teams you could trade him to fucking Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Well, they got. They, they got a good package for him, man. Let's, uh, so they got three, three draft picks. So a 2021 first-round draft pick, a 2022 second-round draft pick, and a 2023, I believe, second-round pick. So, I mean, yeah, they got some good picks. I know. But, it's just, yeah. hockey, hockey draft picks aren't the same as football draft picks, man. Like, right, it's just, right. It's just not as, it's not as they may or they, they may or may not pay off. I don't know. Um, although Columbus – it. We've been known to draft some pretty good picks. Um, you know, we 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 drafted Pierre Luc Dubois, who obviously we traded him this year. Um, but before that, he was he was doing really well for us in previous years. Um, uh, I believe we drafted about, Cam Atkinson. We did. Uh, Boone Jenner, also a Columbus draft pick. Boone Jenner, uh, yeah. Dubinsky, um, Columbus draft pick. Um, yeah. So we we do pretty uh, well in our draft picks. Rick Nash, Columbus draft pick. Bam. Riley Nash. Um, no, which... no, 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 no. What the fuck? Rick Nash, bro. Rick Nash. Come on. Dude. Okay. I'm not I'm not uh... talking about the I'm not talking about the Riley Nash that plays for us right now. I'm talking about Rick Nash, who's the best Blue Jackets player in our franchise oh, history. Okay, okay. Sorry. You're right. My bad. God damn. I'll take it. a drink for that. I'll take a drink for that. Uh speaking of Nash, though, we also traded away Nash. Yeah, and I know that uh, I know that Nick Foligno's on the uh, block as well. Um, and like, as much as I hate to see these guys go, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, as long as we don't trade away Seth Jones, I won't be too upset. Well, and Cam Atkinson, we got to keep Cam Atkinson because I just got his signed jersey, so we definitely need to keep our sweater. Excuse me, we definitely need to keep him. Uh, and Seth Jones, we need to keep him. I mean. Outside of that, and I have, uh, you know, outside of them, it's like whatever. I don't know. But so what happened? It, it makes sense why we traded away Savard, and possibly why we're going to trade away Nick Felino. The trade deadline's tomorrow at three, so 
So that's Monday at 3 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Uh, both of these players, being David Savard and Nick Foligno, were free agents at the end of this season. So they were going to go away anyway, uh, more than likely. Um, I can see Savard leaving. Do you, you think yeah. Foligno would leave? I feel like Foligno I, loves Columbus, man. He really and, does. And, and, and as much as – I mean, Foligno is a good player, possibly our best player, but – I don't know how much the free agent market would be like. It's different than baseball, right? When you have Frankie yeah. Lindor as a free agent at the end of the season, a team's going to pay him 10, 10 years, $340 million. Like, you know, that was going to happen to Frankie. Uh, yeah. Plingo, I'm sure that he could get a deal elsewhere, but I, I think it wouldn't be that much more than what Columbus could offer him because hockey, thankfully, is a salary cap uh, league, just like football. Um, right. So uh, the fact that we could probably be competitive with whoever else offered him and the fact that, I, I, again, I, I truly believe that Flingo loves Columbus. I don't, I don't know if he'd leave, man. I, don't, I, I, I certainly hope he's not going to leave. Like, he's our captain. He has been our captain for the past few seasons, um, and he's a great captain. One of the toughest dudes in hockey, too. Not afraid to throw hands. Like, don't mess with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, usually um, the captains don't fight. They usually they don't, but he's definitely not afraid to get in the scuffle if he needs to, uh, to to back up his guys. And, and the guys love playing for him, man. And I mean, he's getting a little bit older. I think he's what 33, 34, something like that. So, yeah, he probably wouldn't command that much money. So hopefully, we are able to compete as long as we don't trade him by tomorrow uh, i think he's gonna stay in columbus and retire a blue jacket hopefully because like you said i mean he's one of their better players on the team by far um but yeah yeah you just hate to see players like that go and, and you know that the upper upper management has given up on this season already they're, they're basically just fire sailing the team we had a couple um um Hockey minor leaguers come up and play yesterday. Actually, we had three of them yesterday playing their first NHL game, uh, and they did all right. But uh, yeah, some new faces are going to be coming into the Blue Jackets this year. And on that note, what do you think they do with Torts, man? Do you think he's a coach at the end of the year? Oh man! So here's the thing. Uh, I like I like Torts. Uh, I I like the guy. He's a uh, he's funny to watch from press conferences, mm-hmm. and. You have to admit that since he, in his era at the Blue Jackets, we've definitely elevated um, a little bit. Uh, is he the coach that can get us a Stanley Cup? Absolutely not. I don't think so. I, I, I hate to say it because I love torts. John Tortorella is one of my favorite coaches out there. He's a very colorful guy in interviews. Like, he's not afraid to speak his mind. It's like an old-school type coaching. And I just... I don't know who else we would go for. I don't know if what coaches are available out there. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know I think either. his job his job might be in jeopardy after this season, man. And I hate to see it. If, if I was the general manager of the Blue Jackets, which obviously, if you guys don't know this, I'm not the general manager of the Blue Jackets, uh, probably for a good reason. But if I, this season was also kind of weird with the way that they're playing in the divisions and everything like that. So, and again we've mentioned it before, but Blue Jackets are by far in the toughest division. Uh, all that being said, if I was the GM of the Blue Jackets, I'd give them one more season. 
and I'd be like, hey, you can come back next season, but we're, we we have to at least make like uh, the semifinals or the finals yeah. or something like that. Uh, if we don't like, like set a bar, like we, you have to get here or we're, we're done. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I mean it, I, like, like I said, I don't know if he's the one that can win a Stanley cup. He won a Stanley cup in Tampa Bay, but that was way like what? 2008 or something like that. 2004. It was, I don't know. yeah. I, I think uh, it was 2004. Yeah. Something. So it's been a minute back, but, but yeah, it, it's just, it's hard to judge off of this season. Uh, we've, you know, the Blue Jackets have suffered through injuries. We're playing in a weird division schedule. Uh, so I, I I don't know if you fire him after this season, but it's it, he's definitely on the hot seat. On the hot seat, yeah. for sure. His seat is getting warm. That's for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to keep on watching uh, Blue Jackets throughout the rest of the season, obviously. Um, we're not going to make the playoffs. There's no way we make a push. I don't. I just don't see it happening. I think they're going to start rotating in a bunch of younger guys, get them some experience, and uh, pretty much just wait for next year. But you know what that means, though, is um, we can uh, watch Stanley Cup playoff hockey, and um, you know, not get pissed off. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think we talked about this before too. But I'm. Uh, do you see that picture I just sent you? I did. That was beautiful. Is it? I was gonna I was gonna segue into um, Indians here, um, but yeah, Stanley Cup. Uh, I think we talked about it before. Uh, I'll definitely root for whatever Canadian team comes out of the mm. uh, you yep. know Northern Division there. Probably as ah, man, and as much as I hate like Boston, wouldn't it be so fucking cool to see like a Canadians Bruins Stanley Cup? Just because that's never happened before, because it's always been yeah. an Eastern Conference, and they've never been in Stanley Cup at the same time. Like it would be so fucking cool to see a Bruins like Canadian Stanley Cup, or uh, and like I, I, you know, you know how I feel about Florida hockey, but the Panthers are playing great hockey right now, and I wouldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. They have the old coach that won all the cups with um, uh, Chicago. What's his name? Um, uh, I don't remember his name. But the guy who won, he had the dynasty in Chicago back in the day. Uh, not back in the day, like a couple years ago. And uh, he's out down there in Florida right now. And um, if there's ever a sports franchise that needs a championship, it's probably the Florida Panthers because if they, you know, if they don't get a good fan base, they're not going to be around much longer. Uh, That's so. true. Um, well, you got our boy Sergei Bobrovsky down there. Um, you know, he's actually been killing it recently uh in, in the in the goal uh he's been doing a pretty good job down there so i wouldn't be upset to see the florida panthers go on like you said they're playing really good hockey right now um but i really think the stanley cup is going to canada this year um that northern division man every night is just a just a really well fought hockey game um they're scoring points left and right it's it's just a lot of fun to watch the canadian uh teams up there play each other you know on a nightly basis um unfortunately edmonton oilers uh laid a fucking goose egg on me last night i needed connor oh, mcdavid yeah. i needed oh, connor yeah. mcdavid last night and he did nothing Ugh. i just want to i just want to tell all the listeners out there um you know i made this trade i think it actually went down on air maybe um but it I was traded, yeah uh, it was pretty much on air 
I traded Connor McDavid for Alex Ovechkin and um, Brad Marchand. And let me tell you, that trade is paying off great right now. I still, I still don't regret that fucking decision though, because uh, Connor McDavid had a hat trick uh, like two nights ago with an assist, so he scored like nine points. Yeah, like it's yeah. not like yeah, yeah. But you know, on that same night, Marchand also had a hat trick, and then Bergeron, who's already on my team, that's why I wanted Marchand, so I could pair him up. Uh, he had all the assists, so it was like double scoring. Yeah. I, I I see where you're going with. I still like it on my end of the trade because I still have the number one and the number two score in the entire league on my team in yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. So and when they're playing and, and when they're playing well, game over for whoever I'm playing. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying the strategy that I've been going for now is I have two forwards like uh, almost my whole team is two forwards from the same team. Uh, so I got Marchand and Bergeron from Boston. I got Backstrom and Ovechkin from Washington. I got a couple of St. Louis guys. Uh, mm. And so when it's just like foot, fancy football, when you have the receiver and the quarterback, it's like double points because you both get points for a touchdown. And now every time one of these forwards score, I get the assist from the other forward, and it's just it's working out nicely. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now that is gonna come back and bite you in the ass hard. Because sure, when they're playing well, when they're scoring goals, it's all good. It's all it's all gravy, baby. Uh, but when they're not scoring goals, that's zero zero or zero point one zero point one for you. Nothing. I'm telling so you, that's uh, gonna bite you. Who's the overall points leader? I am. No, no, this week and last week. Oh, this this week, yeah, sure, you. But uh, overall points winner, that's me. This guy right here. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we unpaused. Uh, Greg and Sydney just woke up uh, and they're here now. Say hi to everyone, Sydney. Hello, everyone. Chris, this is uh, Sydney, Greg's um, girlfriend. She's uh, She went to green, so she's one of those Ooh. people. Yeah. She's one of those people. It yeah. just means you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, one of those people. I don't know. You know, dripping. Yeah, yeah never mind. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we were talking about hockey, Sydney, and now I have to assume that you won't have much to contribute to the hockey conversation. Um, no, I will not. Other than I went to a Columbus. You got to speak Jackets up. You got to speak in the mic here. Yeah. I went to a Columbus Blue Jackets game when I was like eight years old, and I Whoa. ate some popcorn. I bombed all in the box that we were in, and I've never gone back to a hockey game since. You went to a box at Nationwide? Yeah. Dude. My mom. That's awesome. Born- my mom's work used to like sponsor them. Green people. Oh, come uh-huh. on. Well, actually, she has one up on me because I have personally never been to a Blue Jackets game in Columbus. Uh, so there is that. I have seen the Blue Jackets play when they played the Capitals down here in D.C. But uh, yeah, I've never been to a nationwide arena for a Blue Jackets game. So that's on my list of things. To I do. touched the ice, bro. First game I watched, yeah. I touched the ice. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Shout out! To that was the same. Kid. That was the same weekend that you got on the field uh, and touched the field at yeah. Ohio Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, uh, same three days. Touched the Ohio Stadium's turf and the ice at Nationwide. Hell yeah! What a weekend! What a weekend! But hey, since she doesn't really know too much about hockey, maybe she knows a little more about baseball. Let's segue into them Indians, bro. I know a lot about baseball. She's an Indians fan. 
Hell yeah. You say I'm wearing uh, my Indians jersey today. Now, now I, what I wanted to talk about the Indians before is another manager on the hot seat, Tito. Really? You think so? Yeah, I think oh, so. Tito. <laughs> I think so, man. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, the season is so early, it's hard to tell for sure. But just like it's the same thing with Tortorella. Like he's a good manager. He's won championships in the past. Is he going to take it at that next level? I don't know. And I think the thing that's making his seat even warmer is the fact that he missed like a solid chunk of the season last year. And our boy Sandy uh, came in and managed and did great uh, mm-hmm. with uh, – um, so – you know, I don't know. Uh, no, I, you, you remember when we were in the playoffs, bro? In the playoffs yeah. against the Yankees. And uh, who did Sandy Almar put in the bat? He pitched hit. Um, was it Luplo? Do you remember? I think it was. I think it was Luplo. Yeah. Do you? Ah, fuck. I, and I we were remember. we were so like pissed off at the time. <laughs> we were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then he goes off and he hits a home run, and like now all of a sudden we're winning. Like, oh, I guess he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah dude I, sandy alomar bro i i don't know i That's I, w- a, I, lo- I love I like- tito i love tito but if i mean his health obviously is a concern um going forward he had that huge health scare last year um and ended up only coaching like the first third of the season and sandy stepped in beautifully so if we transition and gave sandy alomar the managerial spot like i wouldn't be very that upset I would miss Tito for sure because he's a great manager. He's definitely a Hall of Fame manager in like first ballot, obviously, um, in my opinion. But uh, if we if we gave the managerial spot to Sandy Alomar, I would be super happy. All right, so Sydney, let me ask you this: Now that uh, Carl Santana and Franklin Doragon, who's the best looking Indian? Uh, I think it's uh, for me. I know, I know. I, I know a, my personal. Rush, Rush did pretty good in that game. Robert, no, 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 I mean, no. Like, best looking. Attracted to. Oh, yeah. Most attracted to. Yeah, because Roberto Perez, bro, Perez all day. Well, I can't cheat on my boy Jan Gomes, so I'm. I have no. She's a Jan Gomes fan, dude. I didn't. What do you, he wasn't all that good, but he was. What, what do you got? What do you got for the Brazilians, dude? I, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> He's from Brazil, which is weird because baseball players typically don't play from Brazil. Um, He's one of a kind. Uh, well, yeah, Gomes, he was a good catcher for us for a long time. We ultimately got rid of him. I think they wanted to get away from Gomes and into Perez like earlier. But when we still had Kluber, Kluber was like, no, Jan Gomes is my fucking catcher. Uh, right. So that's why we kept him for so long. But as soon as Kluber left, we you know got rid of Gomes. Now, uh, Gomes did win a ring with the Nationals. Uh, so that's pretty dope. He sure did. And I was, I'll say it again, greatest baseball game I've ever been to was that 2019 wild card game uh, for the Nationals. Me and Danny went there. We were in the standing room only. The bar was right behind us. So we were able to easy access to beers and they were losing all game. And then in the seventh inning, they come in hot and they take the lead. And the place was just rocking, dude. Like beers were being thrown all over the place, which, you know, I don't agree with typically. But in celebration, it was great. Um, Best fucking baseball game atmosphere I've ever been in, man. Fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty um, playoff baseball, dude. Indians need to get. Now, when the Indians started off this season, uh, I was pretty upset because we lost two of three to Detroit. And then Mm -hmm. we lost to Kansas City. 
But now we're three and three. We're back on it. They're pitching today. Who's on the mound today? It should be uh, – I don't know who's on the mound today. I have no idea. Uh, Savale pitched yesterday, so are we that back to should Bieber? make it – I think that takes it back to Bieber. Hell, yeah. We've only been doing a four-man rotation, haven't we? Or is there five? Yeah. I think there's – I mean, there's probably five, but I can't name them off the top of my head. Well, anyway, we're three and three. Beaver's back on the mound today, hopefully. Four and three. Four and three now. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, because we won last night. Now we Dude, won last three. night's game. Last night's game was fantastic. Five home runs for the Indians. Fran Mel Reyes had two of those home runs. Yeah. Oh, Dude, that's what so I was good. talking to you about. The guy uh, – Who's that fucking dude that yelled at the guy who called in and said Fermil Reyes wasn't um, wasn't good? And the guy fucking yeah. yelled at, you don't yeah. know baseball. You don't know baseball. You're an idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah, that dude. He probably feels like an idiot right now, dude. Like, literally an idiot. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. But, dude, I fucking listen to audio over and over again. And I got to say, like, my favorite fucking part is when the guy on the phone goes, he says, you don't know baseball. And the guy on the phone goes, no, 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 no. And then the guy on TV goes, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that dude called in after the first loss of the season on the game number one. Obviously, he was upset. Uh, we didn't win that opening game. I was upset, too. We probably should have won that game. But, I mean, they're, they're coming in. The bats are starting to heat up, which is good to see because we're going to need that. It's going to be the same thing that we had last year. Is like our pitching rotation goes deep. And then as long as our bats are there supporting, nobody's going to beat us. But that's the thing, though, is are our bats going to stay there? You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Uh, no, Dan Larbertard, uh, he listened to that audio on his, you know, show. Also, you know, I'm a big Dan Larbertard guy. Love it. They started their own. I don't know if you know this or not. He left ESPN. Yep. And he started his own media company. He's launched. So he has his own you know, the Dan Lebitard show. And then they have like the Dan Lebitard and friends podcast series. And one of them is, have you ever watched a show Brockmire? I have not. No, you should watch that on Hulu. It's about an old baseball announcer. He was a major league baseball announcer, but he got kicked off. He got fired because he uh, got drunk on air and went on a tangent about his wife cheating on him with his neighbor and all this other <laughs> stuff. And uh, he moves down to Mexico and starts calling like uh, minor league games and stuff like that. Great series. Anyway, he has a podcast too now. Hank Azaria is the actor, but he has a Brockmire podcast and he interviewed Charles Barkley the other day. Great time. Anyway, full circle. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Dan Lambert started, started his own media company doing a podcast series, and we need to petition to get uh, Hot Takes and Cold Beers on a Lambert and Friends podcast series. That's what I'm saying. That would be amazing. Um, if that could actually happen, we should look into trying to make that happen. It's probably never going to happen, but you know, um, yeah, I don't cool think 15, uh, I don't think 15 listeners uh, really grants us permission to go up and to, Hey, Dan Lipitard, what's up, buddy? Uh, we have a podcast. You have a podcast. Let's link up. Uh, I mean, I, it would be I've, great. Uh, um, I've DM the Mike Ryan, Mike, uh, Mike Ryan Ruiz, who's a, uh, producer for the dan lebertard show you know i've dm'd him on twitter and he messaged me back so you could say it's uh getting serious you know what i mean oh okay so, yeah and yeah. oh yeah it's all coming together <laughs> anyway the point is again full circle is that the audio of that dude yelling at the guy who called into the tv show about the indians dan lebertard said if like you know 30 years from now aliens invaded us and took over earth 
and like you you know they're trying to learn our culture and you're trying to explain sports radio to the aliens you play that audio clip right there that's sports radio like for forever yeah that's pretty great <laughs> i would do it they'd right, be like who's the, oh, best, okay. uh, who's the best looking indian Greg doesn't know any of the new ones. Wait, let me show. Um, hmm. Now, Sydney, we have you on the podcast. So let me show you this uh, picture here. Uh, I'm just going to show her a picture, and I want to see her reaction here. Uh, I have a feeling I know which one you're going to show her. What do you think about this? It's Garden of Minshew, by the way. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. She's not. How could you not Ooh. be feeling this? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. That is such a guy. great picture. Look at that guy. How could you not that's love that a picture? man right there. Look at that. The mullet, the mustache, the chest hair. I'm not feeling the mullet. The belt buckle. Oh, oh man. Boo. Hey. Boo. Boo. I love that picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know where we're going now. I'm lost. How can you not think <laughs> Gardner Menchu is he's a fucking man i I don't understand i don't get it (laughs) sorry about it now uh we we haven't touched on the calves but they're shitty Um, yeah well (laughs) what are you gonna do man uh i don't know our 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 dan gilbert just doesn't want to win like i've said before he doesn't have the ability to win Without LeBron James on his team. Oh, talking about basketball, though, did you see who bought the Timberwolves last night? I did see that. Alex Rodriguez. And that's a bad that's a bad news, Bears, for Minnesota Timberwolves fans. Because uh, guess who's going to be playing in Seattle in two years? What? You, what, you think so? Oh, absolutely. He's 100% going to move the team to Seattle. 100% going to do it. He takes full control of Alex Rodriguez takes full control of the Minnesota Timberwolves in 2024. And I guarantee you within a year or two of him taking control, he moves that the Minnesota Timberwolves out to Seattle. And now they're the Seattle Sea Wolves. That, uh, 100% that makes, uh, you know, that that's, uh, interesting. What makes you think that? Because, uh, Alex Rodriguez, for his entire career, he feels like he owes the city of Seattle something because they drafted him. They fucking brought him into the league, made a big name for him before he went over to the the trash Yankees and made his name over there. Um, I just feel like he's going to try and give it back. He did go to the Rangers. But before he became the Alex Rodriguez, he got drafted and played in Seattle. That's where he got his uh, started his career. And he feels like he owes something to Seattle. And I guarantee you, he's going to move the Minnesota Timberwolves over to Seattle. And it's going to be the Seattle Seawolves. Promise you. Seawolves. Three years. Well, if you uh, you say it on a podcast, it has to happen. Yep. That's the rule. That's It just typically happens. I mean, I'm just saying it's going to happen. It will happen. Because Seattle's been pushing for an NBA team for several years now. They want to. They want to get their supersonics back. Um, but but here's the thing, man. That that that's that's the only problem I have with this is Seattle had and lost the NBA franchise. God damn it! Hang on. Ooh, that's a, that's a beer. 
Sorry. Can you pause it real fast? Hey. Yeah, we're paused. What's up? We're doing the podcast. Oh, Susie. Unpausing. Oh, wait, hey, unpause, unpause. Susie, you're on the podcast. Uh, who's the best looking Indian? Oh man. Is it the Beebs? You can't put me on the spot with a question like that. Is it the Beebs? Probably. Now that Frankie's gone. Boo. Well, I'm Boo, Susie. It's, it's been one. Boo, Susie. It's been one year since. Uh, it's been one year since uh, we did the Sexiest Man Cleveland tournament. So you know we gotta we gotta. <laughs> it's been almost exactly a year. Well, not yet. Maybe a month. Now, Susie, let me also ask you this. I know we've already touched on this in this episode, but now that you're joining us, you got to get on it. Uh, I am destroying Chris Fireball in fancy hockey. How does that make you feel? I just remember when I used to destroy you in uh, PlayStation hockey or Xbox hockey. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Throwing Whoa. down the I love it, Susie. Well done. No, no, well so here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Susie did beat me. I had – it was NHL, like, I don't know, 09 or something like that. Had it on Xbox 360. Used to bring my Xbox to Dad's house. Me and Susie would play hockey. Everybody played hockey. Greg played too and everything. But here's the thing is that I would play with the Blue Jackets, and Susie would play with the Anaheim Ducks, who were, like, unstoppable in that game. No, I didn't. I played, I played with the Penguins. Oh, even worse. Even worse. Yeah, Sydney the Crosby, Blue Jackets in 09. Freddie Quinn. The Blue Jackets in 09, who'd you have? You had Rick Nash, maybe, and that was about it? Well, the team I made, I had Alex Ovechkin and uh, Joe Thornton and oh, Joe okay. Kowalski and <laughs> Well, that's not, the blue, that's not the Blue Jackets then. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I traded for all those guys, you know. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So Susie, what you so drinking Susie. on out there? <laughs> you got some more. <laughs> Susie, what you drinking on out there? She, he asked you what you were drinking. Um, twelve cups of water a day. Twelve. Mm. You got to hydrate. Hydration tools. Now, uh, oh, was it? Oh, yeah. So it's kind of early in the morning here, Susie. Um, but is Greg still sleeping? No, Greg's over there. But Chris and I, we decided to do the podcast, and we decided that it was okay to have beers because it's five o'clock, past five o'clock where you are. So we were drinking a lot of Susie to the podcast. Perfect time for drinking. There we go. There we go. There we go. Now, now, hey, we're on the podcast. Uh, we're on the episode. We're live right now. Not live, but, you know, we're recording. And uh, so I'm definitely going to put Susie on the spot right now. Susie, are you going to take Chris Fireball to the wedding? I don't know. <laughs> that is on the spot, right? I think it needs to happen. <laughs> look at him. Look at look at both of you cheesing. Look at both of you. Yeah, yeah. You're not even showing me. I <laughs> both, look at both of you are cheesing look at it that's good stuff he's got to come to the wedding susie show me, show me the cats and greg the cat well i'm gonna i'm gonna hand you off to greg he can find the cats so uh we can get this podcast keep going but he, anyway what are we talking about what are we talking about uh um, the browns uh, the, yeah the browns I, we haven't talked about the browns yet dude uh not bringing back carl joseph you don't think so? No, we didn't. He's, he just he signed with the Raiders, which is where he was before uh, he was on the Browns. He's on the Raiders. He went back to the Raiders. Interesting. Um, that's okay. I don't think we need him at this point. Um, well, we don't. We don't. Uh, 
because Del Pitt should be back. I'm gonna sign the dude from uh, the Rams. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so like, I'm. You don't John, need Johnson. him. I just, I, I, dude, I like Carl Joseph. Like last year, in a couple of games, like he was the heart and soul of our defense. Like him and yeah. Taki Taki, I would say were the heart and soul of our defense. Um, outside of Miles Garrett, obviously. That's a given. Um, but and then like, I, he when we played against the Steelers. He was the uh, – he fucking got that touchdown on the op- – when they snapped it over his head, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, that Carl was Joseph, him. yeah. I'll, I'll miss him for sure. He was a good player for us, and I appreciate everything he did for us. But I think we're okay. We are okay in our, in our defensive department without him. Because like you said, we've got Grant Delpit. He should be healthy this year. We just signed Johnson, and that's a major, majorly underrated pickup there. Um, I think we'll be okay without him. But hey, we've got the draft here in what is it? Two weeks now. Oh yeah, are we gonna do a live episode while uh, the draft is going on? We could probably do that. Yeah, it's in uh, it's in two and a half weeks, and uh, I can't wait, dude. It's in Cleveland. Um, we got the twenty sixth pick, and um, I don't know. Who do you think we're taking, bro? Oh, dude, I don't know. I know we, we we've we've talked about it before. It's all speculation, of course. Well, Peter, it's going to be a defensive. Peter, it's going to be a that defensive. That last episode, that, that last episode, Peter Boy just absolutely gave us the whole rundown. You know, couldn't even get a word in. Right. Um, but you know, I don't know. It Mel Kiper thinks we're taking that edge rusher from Miami, and I wouldn't be upset with that. Right. Edge rusher is always good. Um. You know, it's going to be defense, that's for sure. Um, the draft oh, yeah. should be interesting this year. Um, I don't think we draft an offensive I'm, player the whole draft. I I don't think we – well, we might, depending on who's available. Maybe but, like an offensive uh, lineman. Right. But, yeah, for the most part, it's going to be a very defensive-heavy draft. Um, what about our boy Justin Fields? Where do you think he's going to land at now? Uh, I think he's on the 49ers, dude. Yeah, I think that's why they traded up. And then you know, um, you know, you know what's going to happen then, right? If Fields, well, even if Fields doesn't go to 49ers, but if 49ers draft a quarterback, you know what's going to happen then, right? What's that? Jimmy G back to New England. So that's interesting. You say that. Um, I read a story this morning that apparently there is talks between Green Bay and New England to get Aaron Rodgers out to New England, which would be okay. Interesting. So. <laughs> I would be a huge fan of that. I would be, dude, I, I haven't heard these rumors. I would be so happy to see that. And yeah. for, for one, I hate the Packers. Hate them with a passion. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a New England fan by any means. But I've said for years that now, last year kind of made me look like an idiot. But I said for years that um, Aaron Rodgers is such a naturally talented quarterback. If you put him in the Bill Belichick offense, he would be better than Tom Brady. Now, again, I kind of made myself look like an ass last year because Tom Brady went down to Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. But I'd be super excited to see Aaron Rodgers in a Patriots uniform. I would too. Everybody, I mean, everybody has always had that question. What if Aaron Rodgers went to the, the Patriots? What would he do with the Bill Belichick system, man? And I would be really interested to see that. Um, I just don't really see what the Patriots could offer the Packers for that trade though, because obviously it's going to be a huge package 
um, for Aaron Rodgers. Like, what what would they trade away? I don't know. It was just a rumor. Like, I mean, like I said, it was just rumors and speculations that they're in talks to uh, get Aaron Rodgers. But I don't I don't know what the Patriots would have to offer. Maybe Cam Newton, I guess. Um, no, Cam they already Newton have the a Packers. quarter. They already they already have a quarterback. Uh, they drafted that uh, Love guy. Last oh year. yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Well, I we don't know. He's not he's not a tested quarterback, but you know he's he's uh you know whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I the point is not I now. How do you feel about um Sam Darnold to the Panthers? Oh, hole in one, baby. Just so was you that, know, dude, that was just on TV. Who was yeah, it? no, oh, that's a hole in one at the Masters right there. Oh that's shit! Two hole in ones. No, that's three hole in ones, dude. Tommy Fleetwood had one on Thursday. Oh, Casey? Casey hit another hole-in-one? Greg, watch this. This is going to be a hole-in-one. Pause. We're pausing. Oh, we're, we're, we're behind you, so we're watching it right now. Is this on number six? That's not the hole-in-one. That wasn't Casey. That's not. Oh, oh, okay. That was the previous round. God damn it. Oh, God damn it. You got me all excited for Chris. I got excited. I wasn't paying attention. I just saw a hole-in-one. That was a a replay. My bad, audience. I thought we just saw another hole-in-one. Oh, man. That would have been awesome. Hey, did you know that? That's like a whole beer for you right now. It is. Did you know that whenever somebody gets a hole-in-one at Augusta during the Masters, they get a nice little crystal bowl, uh, like a a trophy or whatever, like a full crystal bowl that says that they got a hole-in-one on the uh at the masters and they engrave it with their name and like what hole it was and everything like that so it's kind of a cool little trivia yeah. fact for you that's pretty sick anyway sam darnold to the panthers what do you think that's interesting man um uh i don't know sam darnold has just been playing for the jets for his you know past three years and of course he hasn't done well because it's the jets the panthers now he actually has an offensive line he has a good running back that people have to worry about. I think Sam Darnold flourishes down there in Carolina. He's he's got a really good receiver. Um, right. Uh, now here's my hot take, which isn't you know much different than yours. But uh, what happened to the last quarterback that played for Adam Gase and then left Adam Gase? You know who that was? Um, played for Adam Gase, left Adam Gase. So I think you're talking about. Adam Gase in Miami, and if I had to guess, that would be, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? You're going to say it. I'm going to hate myself. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Okay. And uh, he left Adam Gase. You were right with the Miami. He left Adam Gase in Miami, went to Tennessee, starts throwing bombs, bro. Went to the AFC, uh, was it championship game or semi-championship? The point is he beat Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I think that Sam Darnold is gonna flourish down there in in uh, Carolina, dude. I think he will too. It's gonna be a good fit for him. Um, we can finally see the potential that Sam Darnold had um, when he was being drafted. Am I super Lego, glad that we? Yeah, the Lego that we span. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yes, he absolutely is. It's... <laughs> Am I super glad that the Browns didn't a- actually draft him? We draft took baker over him absolutely yeah i think sam darnold's a good quarterback though i mean uh colin coward's probably super stoked about it because he always you know um 
loved Sam Darnold being a UFC, USC fan. Yeah, well, fuck Cowherd, dude. Yeah, well, we all know that. <laughs> Say that louder in case uh, Levitard's listening because he hates Cowherd too. Yeah, exactly. Well, fuck Cow- Colin Cowherd. We all hate him too. I can't believe I used to. He has some good takes sometimes, but like for the most part nowadays, I just listen to him and I I, I can't stand him. Like it's just it's just annoying he's so biased in who he likes who he doesn't like you know yeah yeah uh yeah fuck that dude man what remember when baker was chugging the beer and uh he uh uh the indians made a post where it was like oh this is unresponsible for a quarterback of a professional football team to be doing count Cowherd probably <laughs> yeah exactly like it's just uh, he hates Baker Mayfield so much. It's ridiculous. And uh, I think it's more of a, a bit nowadays. I think Colin realizes that he's dumb for having the take that he had on Baker. And now it's just a bit to where he can get a bunch of uh, clicks on his show and all that good stuff. I don't think he truly hates Baker Mayfield anymore. Like recently there was that post where they went through all 32 quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and they were like, would you rather have this quarterback or Baker Mayfield? And he went through almost every single one of them and was like, I'd rather have this quarterback over Baker. And then he gave some stupid reason. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Hey, but uh, I guess we're about wrapping up here. Um, so we had a couple interruptions with uh, Greg and then Susie and then the fake hole-in-one. But So you have to do some editing on your end. But – Overall, great episode. Good Glad stuff, bro. Sunday, Sunday morning beers with you. Hell yeah, brother. Always good to be uh, drinking in the morning with you. Just back in the uh, 2121 days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, dude, if it was football season in the 2121, uh, we'd be like, you know, stumbling back to the place by now. <laughs> That's true. And the Browns would ultimately lose because they went 0-16 that year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah. But hey, great episode, dude. Uh look forward to beating you in fancy hockey in the playoffs. Uh the Furry Cup is coming in Pensacola. You're gonna hear first. Not gonna happen. Uh, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. And staying here, baby. I can't wait to drink so much beer out of that cup in your face. Oh, I'm gonna fill it to the brim and just chug it all. Oh, I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, uh real quick, as long as it doesn't go to California, we'll be good though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. But you have to do your part first. I mean, collusion. Yeah, no, you guys, uh, there's been some collusion for sure in this, this year's league, and I don't like it. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what collusion has gone on in this league? Between I'm Danny not... and fucking Ryan? I don't know what you're talking about. Fill me in. So, <laughs> or we can do this. Real we can fast. do this off air. We'll, we'll do this off air. We'll do we'll, this off air. We'll do hey, it on. All right. Uh, Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's been a good time. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Always good talk to you, man. And we'll talk to you guys next time. We love you all, and we'll see you.